0: everyone and welcome back. I have been talking about having Miss Rachel Varga on for a while. We ran into some like, you know, sick issues, all that scheduling stuff, but now she is finally here and we are talking all things skincare. You guys know that I am an admitted skincare addict, anti-aging addict. Rachel knows this about me as well because I've worked one-on-one with her, so we're going to talk about that. But I wanted to bring her on because I'm just passionate about longevity. And I don't mean longevity of living to 100. I mean living to 100 and looking gorgeous and sexy and young. That is what longevity is to me. That's what anti-aging means to me. It's not just about living longer. It's about looking and feeling your best as well. So that's what we're going to talk about today, as well as some just signs that you can see in your skin, the changes with thyroid and hormones, morphing and tanking and going all wacky and what you can actually see come up in your skin. So let me give Rachel the the true introduction that she deserves. And then we're just going to get into all things skincare and thyroid and hormones and biohacking. All right. So Miss Rachel Varga, she does so many things. She has so many letters after her name. I'll just let you read it on your own, but she's a board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 procedures performed, an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses, celebrity skin expert features on Bulletproof Radio, Ask the Health Expert podcast with JJ Virgin, live with Kellyanne Parchucci and Naveen Jane, and more. Rachel is also a speaker and a four-time academically published, award-winning author in the field of plastic and aesthetic nursing, as well as an executive board member and peer reviewer for the Plastic Surgical Nursing Journal. Through education on skincare, skin and laser rejuvenation, non-surgical solutions, healing lifestyle, and biohacking practices, Rachel helps inspire others with her unique toolkit to navigate and strategize aging impossibly well. That's what I did using the holistic science of beauty at rachelvarga.ca where one-on-one sessions for at home and in clinic skin rejuvenation are available. She also has a, a, we're going to talk about the skin camp, which I am part of as well, which is amazing. I'm not sure she still has that going on, but we're going to talk about it. So we're going to give you, you have to follow her two podcasts too. So she's got the Rachel Varga podcast and the beauty and biohacker podcast. If Definitely follow those two on all podcast platforms. And then we're going to give you all of the goodies that she's handing out too. We'll put those in the show notes. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. you're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. Rachel, thank you so much for coming on. This is a long-awaited meeting.
1: It's always a pleasure to connect with you. And thanks so much for having me on the show. I can't wait to discuss all things body, mind, spirit, energy to bring forth a higher level of vibrancy, radiance, and beauty. And what this is all about, when we want to up-level our skin, we're usually wanting to up-level other aspects of ourselves, both personally and professionally. So we're not just going to go superficial. We're going to go a little bit deeper here and slow yeah. aging on a cellular level. And, and all sorts of fun stuff. I'm, I'm really excited.
0: It all works together. And who knows where this conversation is going to go? We're just going to let it flow because that's what we do. I want to start, though, if you can dive into what women, because we talk about thyroid and hormones on here a ton, what changes can they start to see in their skin that they can go, you know what, this is indicative of thyroid problem. This is indicative of me losing my estrogen and heading into menopause. What can they look for?
1: Absolutely. Well, first things first is if you're noticing – almost like a thinning of your skin overnight. It might not be all in your head. Um, Actually what we see in my clinical experience is 2011 as a double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist. I really like to listen to my clients and patients. And usually around that age of 37 to 41, this is when we're starting to see that initial drop off of collagen and elastin. So the thinning of the skin. Now this starts to happen quite a bit more noticeably from 50 to 60, hello menopause. And women's faces change shape three times faster than men's between that 10 year time period. So yes, the ladies do have to do a little bit more in regards to maintaining the collagen and elastin that they have. Now the other thing that can be a key indicator that something may be awry with the thyroid, is actually the hair. And I mean, I even started to notice a little bit of hair loss to my edges here, which thank goodness, I've been able to use great hair care products to stimulate it, great supplements, good biohacking practices. Clearly my cellular health is on point. My hair is coming back thicker and fuller than ever, but the thinning of the skin and some hair loss, the edges or to the top of the crown can be key indicators to look out for.
0: Yep. Yeah, and I know thinning of the hair is big. I'm glad you brought that up. Really big in the thyroid community where you're right. You will see like the hair thinning, like the, the, the hairline goes back, but it's not the male pattern baldness per se. It's like the entire hairline where women will say like, I got a five head. I got a six head. Like the, the forehead just recedes backwards. Now that is definitely tied to thyroid and hormones, correct?
1: Yes. And also I've been doing quite a bit of a deep dive on this concept of cleansing. Now I'm all about how can we purify our body, mind, spirit, and energy to be our not most authentic version. I like to rephrase that to be our most purest version. And that will then in essence be allow us to become our most truest version. So you really have to look at things like yeast, fungi, toxins and organisms, including parasites, and get those out, get those, you know, clean out the cobwebs, make clean out the old to make room for the new. Now, this is, I think, a really big missing link in the space of cellular fitness, cellular wellness, and slowing cellular aging is to look at clarifying and detoxifying. And we must, we must ensure that our self-care products are as clean as possible also, so that we're not inadvertently contributing every single day with our skincare products or haircare products to impact the delicate tissue of the thyroid, which if you're using a chemical-based sunscreen filter and skincare products with parabens, phthalates, sulfates, artificial dyes, and fragrances, and you're putting them on your neck, of course it's going to get absorbed into the delicate thyroid air. So Amy, we've got you on point with your products and I'm really excited for our episode to, to dive in a little bit more and I'm ready to answer any questions you have for me. This is diving in. I love it. Well, okay,
0: so where do I want to go with this? When When someone has a skin issue. Okay. So we'll, we'll blanket that whether it's the thin skin, dry skin, hair loss, hair loss of the eyebrow. That's a big one for thyroid. Whenever they have these things, I mean, obviously first and foremost is getting hormones balanced. Second to that, and you really kind of want to do all this at the same time. I'm sure you would agree to Rachel, but second to that is the detoxification process. So Making sure that as we're doing all these things to the inside and then topically to the outside, that you're not then putting crap in your body in the form of pesticides or plastics, or you're using this perfect skincare line, which I have a question on that, but you're using this perfect skincare line and then you put it on your body and you're putting like Bath and Body Works or swab, right? Body lotion on your body, which is the toxins in. So I think we really have to do it all at the same time. We can't rely on a skincare regimen to fix things if we're not taking care of the inside, if we're not taking care of our spiritual health, our mental health, our soul, our energy, our detoxification processes, but you also can't just do all of those things and use skincare that you get at the drugstore and expect to have good skin either. Really, I mean, you take that approach with your clients as well, that full body approach.
1: Yes, I don't work with everybody, nor do I want to. I tend to attract a lot of empaths and a lot of fellow humans who are really on this journey of they don't just want to have the best hair, skin, nails of their life, but they also want to happy. They want yeah. to feel great and they want to have yeah. great interactions with pers- with people, places and things and also themselves. So when clients are seeking out experts, patients are seeking out experts like yourself, Dr. Amy Horneman. what I love about you is that you have both the perfect blend of the functional, but also the Western training as do I. And in my mm-hmm. experience, the top leaders in the health and wellness space, the personal and professional development space really have the, the blend of that. So when you're looking for a practitioner, it's really important to try and find people that have those understandings, because as you know, typical thyroid tasks, they, they aren't as broad enough as we need them to be. But you mentioned something really interesting about the liver. Now, you've probably heard of liver flukes. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because when I had to unfortunately rebook our session here, I was not feeling my best. I was going through a huge detox. I was clearing things out that I didn't know were in my body. I had no signs, symptoms of any of this stuff. I was just, I did a cleanse and then all of a sudden I was having these die off symptoms. Now, what we don't wanna do, especially as ladies, is to push ourselves like the men can push themselves. We are rhythmic beings. And if we need to take that time, depending on what our cycle is up to, And all of that, it's really important that we do protect our energy if we're feeling a little low, or we're moving through something, so that you show up as your best self, you wouldn't have liked to interview me while I was in the process of detoxifying and having things exiting me. But now it's a great thing to talk about, right? When you go through something, you come out on the other side, I feel like I've just had, you know, the limit, been on the limitless pills for the last like two months after doing this detox It's just insane. But the right. liver, if you have stuff building up in your body, why the liver is important is because it's your major detox organ, but it also helps to regulate your hormones. And we tend to overlook this, we tend to overlook the fact that we need to follow a more alkaline diet, not just alkaline in your water, which it's a little bit of a gimmick right now but following a more alkaline lifestyle so before we started recording you're like yeah i've had a little bit more alcohol than usual and you started to notice things on yep. your skin and yep. you know me too And let's let's talk about that for a moment going to social events and having a cocktail and then noticing how we feel after
0: yeah so that ties back into and we'll get into what i'm seeing on my skin well, that definitely ties back into liver so this morning I, I popped some of my liver fixer because I'm like, I definitely bombarded my liver this weekend. So I need to, I need to get on top of this and clear it out. And maybe that will help me and help my skin and all that. But, but you're right. Even as practitioners, I tend to forget about the importance of the liver, even though I have a product that addresses the liver, I forget about the importance of the liver in balancing all things, including your skin. So just to kind of well, two things that I want to talk about. I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell the audience about what happened to me this weekend, and we can kind of break that down, and you can give me your take on it. But before that, something very interesting that you said, and I remember you saying this in your skin camp too, if we're in this space of, I want to anti-age, but I want to go 100% natural no toxins whatsoever, then you're going to basically be using, and I'm paraphrasing, but you're going to be using a a line for a 14-year-old. You're not going to get the anti-aging, wrinkle-reducing benefits. Now, you can go, and you've done a great job with me, Rachel. You've taken me as clean as possible, but the products that you want me to use that might be, and they're not even toxic. They're just a little bit, you know, a little bit of Retin-A, a little bit of, you know, whatever. So they're just in that realm of, but they're anti-aging. So this camp over here might say, oh, no, no, retin-A is toxic. And you're like, it's natural and it works on your skin. So let's use it in small quantities and to anti-age. So I love that about you too, that you're blending. You're not all green, new age. Don't put any, any, any chemical on your skin whatsoever, but you go as clean as possible. Did I say that correctly?
1: Well, let's paraphrase. Let's yes. clear things up. Break that, that down. Break that down. Let's pull from my yesteryears in Gen Chem, Organic Chem, and Biochem. All right. Okay. Chemical. Now, stop being afraid of the word chemical. Whenever you see something marketed to you as being chemical free, yeah. well, then you flip around that, that bottle to look at the ingredient, list, the first ingredient is going to be water. Water is a chemical. It is a blend of the oxygen atom in the middle combined and attached with two hydrogens in a bent structure. That is chemical when you have two atoms coming together. (laughs) The air that you that you are breathing in is a chemical. The water that you're drinking is a chemical. So, Don't be afraid of chemicals. And in fact, use this to your advantage when you see something being marketed towards you as be chemical-free. Your red flags, your conscious consumer radar should be going like crazy, okay? Now, the thing about, you know, hippy-dippy skincare, I hate to use that phrase, but I mean, let's be honest. There are some amazing lines out there that are totally clean, very clean, uh, but there's also really great, well-formulated chemically stabilized lines so that oils that are used in it aren't going rancid or the vitamin C or the vitamin E or the vitamin A antioxidants are kept stable so that they don't actually become oxidants. So there's actually quite a science to creating a skincare product that will then have the final formulation be stable. Just because an ingredient has those five hero ingredients listed on the sales webpage of having hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, vitamin E, retinol, and maybe some type of other exfoliating acid or some type of green type of botany type of ingredient, um, that can be anything like witch hazel or some type of extract. You- know what I mean that can be anything but those are usually how products are marketed towards you now you're going to become way too smart to be lured into the bright shiny object syndrome with the ads that you're going to find bombarded on you after watching this episode Going to be focusing on skin you're going to notice these ads more on your your social media feeds so now you're going to become a detective you're going to go on that website you're going to find those hero ingredients on the sales page and then you're going to click that tab that actually says full ingredients list and then you're going to look for ingredients like parabens phthalates sulfates artificial dyes fragrances and if they test on animals or not now fragrances can be a a tricky part because that's usually a trade secret and then what I have to do is with the like 15 different skincare brands that I work with that I have since 2013, and I see what my clients keep coming back for more of, I have to actually inquire what is in the fragrance because it is a trade secret and make sure that it's not full of phthalates. So that perfume that you spray on, you do make yourself more beautiful and attractive is typically being sprayed right on the thyroid. And can actually be making you sick and damaging the skin. So we have to kind of reprogram ourselves with these beauty products or these convenience things in our lives like Wi-Fi, all that stuff. Um, Convenience is actually killing us and making us age faster. So it's really funny. Once you learn this stuff, you cannot unlearn it. But that's the biggest thing I see in um, kind of like more indie type of skincare products is the oils actually become rancid and the antioxidants in that like five hero ingredients list aren't kept stable. And so that your skin isn't actually going to be reaping the benefits of it.
0: Okay. That's much better said than the way I said it, but but (laughs) yeah, but you're right. Everything is a chemical. So even when we're looking at the ingredients and it's best just to work with a practitioner like yourself that can actually walk you through. Because to me, and I've said this to you before when we were working together, now I understand when my patients come back to me and go, but when should I take this supplement and can I take this one instead? And I'm like, no, only take the one that I told because that's the proven ingredient that's high quality. And That world is confusing. To the average person, just like the skincare world is confusing to anyone that's not in the skincare world. I mean, even myself, I'm all about anti-aging, but you know, I was totally misled. I had a million different types of skincare lines, all thinking that they were great. When you are looking at the ingredients, breaking them down, let's just take something like like Retin-A. You got Retin-A, you got Retinol, you have Tretinoin, you have, isn't there like another version of Retinol that's a little bit less harsh than then retin-A and
1: the, di- the like two letter endings um, can actually be related to like the functional group on that molecule. Um, so yes, I do prefer to work with the types of vitamin A that are more well tolerated the most important thing before talking about retinol here is you got to stabilize the skin first and this is where a lot of practitioners go wrong this is a lot of um times where the consumer goes wrong is they think oh i'm just gonna use retinol and then you know i'll get rid of these fine lines wrinkles and large pores and get more collagen more glassiness well no it's also about combining what you're doing am and pm with cleansing moisturizing sun protecting and exfoliating and then adding in those extras. You cannot put the cart before the horse.
0: No, you can't. And see, this is what I'm talking about. I'm not sure where this conversation is going. We just kind of start opening doors and going into the room. So with this, with this room that we just entered, uh, I'm gonna say I was totally doing it all wrong. Now I want you to, we're gonna back up. I want you to break down, does, does the type of Retin-A matter when we're talking about that toxic load on the skin And then beyond that, you are correct. I was using retina completely wrong, complete, I mean, totally, completely wrong. I am one of those people that are like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But I never took the time. And when you say time, I mean, some people, it's a couple months, but that's where your education and handholding comes in to just say like, listen, don't worry about it. You don't have to jump into this. We're going to prep your skin. We're going to get it stabilized first. Then you're going to try this one night a week. And then you're going to go back to your normal regimen. I was like, really? Is that going to work? So it, it to me, it's amazing how you can do the anti-aging regimens totally wrong. So don't block yourself out and think, I can't do this. I can't do that. It, it irritated my skin because I love what Rachel says about sensitive skin. But back up real quick to the to the different retinols. Are there more toxic ones when people are looking at that?
1: I would actually say the most toxic ones are the ones that get, are getting prescribed to you. FYI, this is not medical advice. This is educational information. Only right. if you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. Now you that we've gone that I do. Do you oh, spit that out yeah. <laughs> every episode, right? This is an extension to what you're learning with your practitioners that your practitioners just unfortunately might not have had the time or the interest to learn about. But here you are today. You are now after the end of the show. Your brain is going to be like You're going to learn so much. Um, Okay, so here we go. When I do a one-on-one session with a lovely client, like we've done together, it's just so much fun. I like to hear what's number one important to you, what are your values, uh, what you're wanting to do, what you're wanting to avoid in your routines, also what your budget is and what your lifestyle is. And that my job is to create a plan for both at home and in clinic that's going to work for you. Now, Mm -hmm. for me, retinols, I don't actually have a regular retinol practice, believe it or not. My skin doesn't necessarily tolerate retinols very well. Sometimes I'll have more breakouts or things like that, but there is a very gentle type of ultra clean retinol that I love to use after dermal rolling. And we'll talk about that. But the most toxic retinols that I see are actually the ones that are compounded because in the base of the compounding cream, there can be different things to make basically make up like a cream base and then the compounding pharmacy or skincare companies will add different agents to that to that cream base. Now, more often than not, when I'm doing a one-on-one session with the client, I'll have them hold up the container of prescription and retinol that they have or compounded something or whatever, or I'll be able to go on the manufacturer's website. And there's two red flags. I'm on the manufacturer's website, like the company that makes the product, and they do not have the full list of ingredients. Usually tells me it's like private label, white label, which I mean is okay in some instances. The other thing is I'll look at the ingredients and there's parabens. Now parabens are known hormone disruptors and we need to be very careful to make sure we're not putting parabens on our hair, our faces and our bodies. And they're just, they're in just about everything. And here's the caveat. Sometimes parabens can actually soothe sensitive skin It has a specific type of like emollient type of feeling to it. So you'll see, actually see parabens, usually all three of them. And some of these over-the-counter products for sensitive skin that are Usually widely recommended, mainly because they're easy to access. I actually called out a local dermatologist. She was doing a giveaway. And I was like, why are you recommending these toxic products? Here's a 2020 PubMed study that says, you know, there's 9 to 13 allergens in these different nine brands of skincare. It's like, what, why are you guys still recommending this stuff? She said, well, it's easy to access for the general public. Well, okay, well, that isn't very great advice. Right, <laughs> right, right. Bone to pick with that. But obviously I did it in a very elegant way. And I was just curious. It's like, if you know that these are toxic, there's very mainstream research. Why are you still talking about these things? But that's why. They're easy to access. They're cheap. That's why people are still talking about this, like on YouTube Practitioners on YouTube see this all the time. Recommending toxic products all the time drives me crazy. <laughs> it
0: drives me crazy, I know, I know. And you've talked about YouTube too, since we're transitioning into that. I I feel like this is a much needed message to get out there because I too was a YouTube tutorial junkie when it came to like skincare and stuff. So I had myself like an Amazon Dr. Pen. That I was going over my face doing, Rachel's like, no, no, no. <laughs> so can you talk about just all the misinformation on YouTube and, and why you can actually do damage? I mean, luckily I didn't use that thing more than three times before I worked with you,
1: but you can actually damage your skin. Oh, yes, yeah. you most certainly can. So this is why I love third-party independent lab-tested products. And I actually initially saw this in a, now we're going to talk about influencers. Now, What does the word influencer make you think about? Huh? Maybe someone's influencing me to buy something. Maybe they're influencing me to buy something that I don't really need, or that might be toxic. That very much is a possibility. Now, what you have to do when you're starting to learn from people is look at them in their eyes. Do you feel that Knock, knock, anybody there? Are they kind of dead in their eyes? Are they flat? Do they have radiance? Do they have vibe? Are they vibrant? Or number two, do they look like someone that you can trust? Do they look like someone that has a type of energy and vibrancy and radiance and beauty that you want? Now, when I take a look at influencers, a lot of times I'll see a very flat affect. And I just I don't necessarily see a lot of passion. Uh, So it's very interesting on like an energetic level, you really have to find people that you resonate with. And, you know, we're all going through these journeys in our meat suits of being a human together. But when it comes to tutorials, especially with dermal rolling, I roll my eyes at just about every dermal rolling tutorial that I find online. And yes, if you're using poor quality products or rollers that are, Um, Actually, a lot of times they come from the Orient. Dermal rollers that are not made well can actually in the needles up close. They can be blades, they can be rusty, and they can be actually um, metal alloys, which could expose you to heavy metal toxins. Or they're just really low quality rollers that after 10 uses, they're going to dull. Now I work with a couple of brands of rollers and I've been knee deep in the o- with the OG researchers yep. since I began in the industry in 2011. I've actually been able to learn from them. There's been research on this stuff since the nineties. So there's rollers that can last up to two years but then you have to know which products to use with it and not just apply anything. And I've actually seen a YouTuber influencer um, do a video on the fact that they rolled and then they applied this like lactic acid product and then they had incredible inflammation afterwards that i think they said that he, they even had to go to the hospital for to address they had such an inflammatory response so not all information out there is good information um, right. there's different levels of information i do not do tutorials online it's like you have to work with me i'm yep. not putting that high level of information out there for free for everybody so there's that <laughs>
0: right now exactly exactly I'm so grateful for that because now I started derma rolling the right way and I can honestly say my skin is better it's plumper it's it's not dry because I don't put the wrong ingredients on after and kind of circling back to your hair comment earlier I have started derma rolling my hairline and it seems like the little like covid breakage that I was getting has improved already, like already. And then I get like the serums and I go right up into my hairline after derma rolling. So that's been tremendous.
1: I'm very happy to hear that. However, let me clear things up. Uh, A couple of years ago, I was at a big aesthetic nurses meeting and we were all sitting in this room There were probably 500 of the top aesthetic doctors and nurses across North America in this room. And we're talking about this issue of DIY stuff and all these yeah. people going on YouTube that are, you know, doing their own this side and the other thing at home. And then they have a problem. And then who do they ring up? Their local practitioners. And then they go to the local practitioner and they're like, well, we don't know what you put in your face. Where'd you right. get it? Oh, I got it on this website. There's a sale. I saw this YouTube influencer, you know, doing it themselves. Like, yeah. oh, We don't know what that is. So actually in an effort to promote more safety for the general public, most of us top providers actually pulled all of our tutorials and actually like treatment videos, clinical mm-hmm. videos offline to protect the public and also protect ourselves. So just wanted to put that out there. There was actually very good intention behind that sentiment that I shared.
0: Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I am not, I've done it all. Like, so I'm coming to you guys listening. I'm coming to you having purchased everything, everything under the sun. Like, Do not show Amy an infomercial for something that's going to anti-age her because I'm an easy sell. I'm going to buy it, right? So I bought everything, anti-aging, skincare, you know, like I said, the different devices. So when we really start to get, and, and I've even done not so great for me procedures. So you deal with all of that. That's what I love about you is it's beyond skincare. Like, yes, absolutely work with Rachel to get your skincare regimen down pat easy breezy this is what you do here's the result right but then beyond that you go into should you do laser what kind of laser let me research the places around you so you go to a reputable place you taught me about dermal rolling you taught me the right one to get we talked about the the df mobile the, the actual device what is it? The so- something sonic. What is it? What's the DFO ball?
1: Oh, it's a nice type of technology. It actually allows ingredients to be absorbed deeper into. The dermis in one application that would traditionally take about a month of application in order to reach that level in the skin. And this is very different than some of the other gadgets that you'll see online. This is actually taken from an in-clinic version and then in the UK about six years ago made to be available to the consumer. Can we go back to alcohol for a hot second? Because yeah. we all want to live our lives and I'm not very... Like routine and rigid with absolutely everything I do. I do live in a little bit of like an 80, twenty flux if right. you will, obviously yes. making more good decisions, than bad decisions. But you know, we still want to be social. We still want to have a good time. Right. And are you willing to share what you experience after alcohol and then I will?
0: Absolutely. Okay. So like I said, Rachel does the skincare for you, the the treatments, the devices, and even like where you would go and get you know, laser treatments, procedures, all of that she lays out for you. So I never thought to ask her about this wackadoodle thing until today when we get on and she's like, do you have any skincare questions for me? I'm like, yes, I do. So on Friday, so last week I was just, you know, we all hit those times where you're like, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm a little burnout. I need like a rest day. So we went out one day last week and I had some wine because we went to a cute winery around here. And then on Friday, met some friends. There's this really nice outdoor like beer garden thing. And so I had beers that night, which I normally don't because they bloat me. Well, that was Friday. Come Saturday afternoon-ish, I'm touching my eyes. I'm going, what's going on? Now, for the listeners to know, I have had an under eye bluff three years ago, I started getting the protruding bags. So whenever you get really dark circles under your eyes, it's usually the muscles that are holding, and Rachel can explain this better, the muscles that are holding back your fat pad that's nice and youthful, they start to like basically give out and the fat pad starts to protrude. So I'm starting to see this fat pad and I'm pushing on it and I'm taking water pills and I'm drinking more water. And I still have it today to where I actually called my eye surgeon this morning. And I was like, I think we might need to do another consult because this might need to be shaved down a little bit. So can you get into possibly what's going on with me and how I can fix it?
1: Well, first of all, I would like to provide a little commentary on the reason for alcohol consumption. Now, I had a work meeting with an associate the other day and she was very honest with me. She's like, Rachel, since COVID, she's been having wine. Every, every day, evening, right. every evening, right. every evening. Yeah. And she's like, I'm a mom. I work, I'm a working professional. And you know, women, I, I love traditional gender roles. And I find that women cannot necessarily live and work like a man. We are simply different. We are rhythmic beings. We have a monthly cycle. Guys have a 24 hour cycle. They are designed. My husband's a pro athlete, six time pro world champion kickboxer. He gets in the ring. He goes to the battle. He can do that. Now, I'm for myself, and I respect people that have to do this to me too, if they are not in the right energy, depending on what's going on with their body, if they're in a cleanse, they're in a certain time of their cycle, I would much rather that they spend time with me and provide their gifts through their words when they're feeling their best. So the reasons for consuming alcohol can sometimes be very deep-rooted and just wanting to relax, or if you're going through adrenal fatigue, uh, which is very common these days, biohacking is really helpful for that cleansing to release organisms and toxins that have built up in your central nervous system, uh, or in your various body systems can actually be getting to a root cause as to why you may be feeling a certain way. But the other thing is a lot of times people have alcohol for social reasons. And when I was doing this cleanse, I went like four months with pretty much no alcohol. I think I had like maybe three or four cocktails during that time. Now, when I did have a cocktail, it was very particular what kind of alcohol I had. And I have level one WSET training. I'm not like a full song or anything by any means. I just found it interesting. I actually treated myself after I finished my organic chemistry. I'm like, I'm going to do WSET level one this weekend. And, um, you know, I've had a chance to interview different wine experts too. And wine has up to eight ingredients that don't have to be listed on the back of the bottle, which are typically going to be toxic for you now there's different types of alcohol that are a little bit more pure than others so say for example like I like Guinness I tend to feel fine with that some import beers are going to have less um, pesticide use glyphosate use things like that other types of alcohol like 100% tequila 100% agave tequila is going to be a little bit cleaner Or like an organic French or organic Italian wine tend to do well with, you know, champagne every now and again. Different types of alcohol and what's in it will make you feel differently. And it's really fascinating when you are ultra pure, then you have something and you're like, oh, I feel this way from it. Uh, We had a family wedding over the weekend. And what I noticed from alcohol, well, my HRV after two nights of having alcohol, not heavy drinking, maybe two two to three glasses in the in the whole day, evening kind of thing. My HRV went to the lowest it had been in 180 days from two days in a row of having just a few cocktails. And this was already ultra clean alcohol. So, so real quick, that's
0: heart rate variability, just yes. for the listeners. Yeah.
1: HRV. you are a biohacker. Heart rate variability is a measure of how well you are recovering. So if you're not working out well enough, if you're eating too close to your bedtime, if you're having alcohol, if you're, say, watching like a really ramped up, scary or action-packed movie before bed, you're going to have a terrible HRV that night. And then you're going to wake up with a not great readiness score, if you will. Mm-hmm. So th- what I noticed with the alcohol is I sprained my ankle a couple of days ago and, you know, I heal pretty quick because I'm on a lot of good supplements, but... You know, that evening, I looked at my feet, I had been wearing some heels that I f- totally forgot how to wear heels over the last few yeah. years. <laughs> I don't know if you can r- relate to that one. Yeah. I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh, why are my feet puffy? And from just a little bit of alcohol, clearly, it was messing with my HRV, which is messing with my cardiac function. It's like, I remember... Seeing this happen to one of my girlfriends a number of years ago, she had like elephant ankles at the end of the night. It's like, how's oh, yeah. this happening to me? No, that is not cool. So, moderation. Look at why you're having it. Socially burnout, and you know, doing mocktails is really fun too. So I take like a lot of superfood supplements that are sweet. I just had one before the show here. I actually, have like the residual in my glass here. That's why it's pretty in pink. So. I would go for mocktails, serve mocktails at your party instead of alcohol from now on.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So now get into the lymph because what happened, what's going on with my eye?
1: Okay, great. So 10 plus years in oculoplastics, ophthalmology, my first academic paper I wrote was providing optimal rejuvenation to the periocular aging, to the periocular area. You can find my articles at rachelvarga.ca forward slash research. A couple of them are open source too, which is nice. So what happens in the lower eyelid area is the lower eyelid tissue is where your lymph around your eyes travels through. So say, for example, you've had tear trough filler or something like that. And then all of a sudden you wake up with this crazy eyelid lower eyelid swelling and you're like why is that happening and that's why i wrote my first paper because i was so tired of seeing issues and having to fix having to fix things for people right so i wrote a paper on it to promote more safety and all of that so anytime you do anything to the eyelid area whether that's eyelid surgery or facelift or you know fillers or even you know neurotoxins around the eyes too to lift the eyelids and brows and soften crow's feet you are disrupting the muscular function. You could also be incorporating, you know, hyaluronic acid type of gel in the area here, which is actually water loving. Okay. And if you've had surgery, there will be a little bit of scar tissue and a little bit of disruption of the natural, you know, flow of lymph around your eyes. Something simple that you can do, say you've had alcohol, you've had too much salt recently, you slept on your side, even and that side of the face is more puffy than the other, or you've had a laser treatment and you have some puffiness from edema. I love to do facial gua sha on myself every single morning and evening with my fingertips. And in my skin camp program, I take you in my washroom. That's why I don't do those stuff publicly. Right. And I actually show you how, when you're doing your cleansing and applying your products, that's how you can very easily with barely any extra effort and time, you're putting this stuff on your face anyways, just apply it in such a way that it will promote lymphatic drainage. So those are some great little tips is every morning and evening, focus on your lymph drainage on your face and neck because our lymph um, on the rest of our body moves and gets this lymph nodes get squished and all of that from our skeletal muscle movements. Now we don't have that same type of movement in the head and neck, but a, there's a huge concentration of lymph nodes in the head and neck. And then tying into what you do, Amy, you can also assess your lymph nodes and even your thyroid at the same time for any nodules too. Now it's up to you to take that effort to notice things are awry and then do something about it quickly.
0: It's very true. Very true. So if I do liver support, biotoxin binder,
1: and my facial gua sha, this should go down a little bit. I love that you mentioned binders actually, because when I had a little bit more alcohol than usual, I usually take a majority of my supplements before bed so I don't have stomach upset. And I sure as heck took some extra binders that night. Yeah, definitely. And, and it does help. It does
0: help for sure. So, yeah. And that's one other thing that you do, Rachel, is you're actually looking into people's supplements that they use for skincare. So you help me post-surgery, you help you know heal. So you get into that too. So I love how you take that, that overall approach with everyone where it's not just meet with you and, and get on a new skincare regimen. It's the whole deal. It's everything that is laid out for you even that you're going to do in the next year, if you are planning on doing Botox, you got into, oh, I do want to talk about that before you go. We have to talk about that. But you got into you know, Botox and and the, um, the different bio botulism toxins and the different ones to use. And you told me to use a different one. I can't remember right now. I have it written down <laughs> from our session. But you get into everything, including the, like I said, the lasers and the different procedures to do. So let's back up to Botox because this has been a huge question in my community. Is it safe if you have an autoimmune condition? What if you have Hashimoto's? Now my answer has been, I've been doing it since I was 30, but you also gave me tips on using a different one. So I'm going to let you take that question.
1: Well, perfect timing, because I just had a article published in a UK journal, Journal of Aesthetic Nursing, on this very topic. And it is, my papers usually have a theme of how can we optimize rejuvenation. So first one was the eyes, second one was the jawline, and this one was like the whole plan. And what I'm sprinkling in each of my papers, and I've been doing this since 2018, 2017, is speaking to the fact that the aesthetic providers need to ask these questions. How are you feeling today? Do you have any autoimmune stuff running in the background? And to be honest, in probably the first half of my career, I was very naive to this until I started to interview and interact with other practitioners like yourself, Dr. Amy Horniman, who understand the functional stuff, and who have worked with clients that have had issues after rejuvenation. And some of the common themes were autoimmune things and what this relates back to, and even if you're not autoimmune, if you're toxic. So let's think about this concept of the toxic bucket theory. If your toxic bucket is getting full, and then you throw in a neurotoxin or a laser that's gonna require healing or some type of surgery that's gonna require healing, that toxic bucket might just spill over and then you have certain things arise. So in my papers, what I'm trying to promote, which is also a bit disruptive, my first paper um, recommending against tear trough filling in some instances, I wasn't sure how many people were going to show up to my talk and then standing room only tons of questions afterwards, like, hallelujah, because I didn't, I thought this might go sideways. I might thought I might be outed for trying to be this conservative with these types of things. And again, not all practitioners are going to understand how important your cellular health is first and foremost. Now I'll be totally honest with you. I used to have to do, probably not have to, but I did to get results. About 60% yeah. in clinic, lasers, injectables, 40% home care. Mm-hmm. Now I'm about 90% home care, lifestyle, biohacking, supplementation, body, mind, spirit, energy, practices, cleansing regularly, wow. and like 10% in clinic. And my skin is better than it was over 10 years ago. Wow. So. I will be the first to tell you that uh, also a majority of people seeking me out aren't wanting to do injectables for right. whatever reason. And that's completely fine. I will meet you where you were at based on your values and what's important to you and you know, all this stuff. And I create a plan for everybody, depending Absolutely. on what you need, you know, obviously if we're going to fix, I'm not for everybody <laughs> and all right. of that. Not everybody's willing to do the work, but when you do the work, you do the home care stuff you do the heavy lifting at home first with your skincare, dermal rolling, your healthy living, biohacking, then you need fewer in clinic things, but they still have a place, but at least yeah. do the heavy lifting first and let the other stuff pick up where things left off.
0: Right. Right. I love that. I love that because I know a lot of people don't want to do Botox, even if they have just that That whole autoimmune, I mean, when you're going through autoimmune conditions and you're feeling like absolute garbage, you don't even want to roll that dice of possibly kicking up some kind of autoimmune attack, a storm, a cascade, whatever it is. So that's fantastic to know that there is an option. Oh, I love this. I just love, I could talk forever. So I'm glad you broke that down. Now, what about, can can we go over fillers before I let you go? And then I want to talk about where people can work one-on-one with you and if you're still doing the skin camp. So fillers first, are they safe? I know you're, it's different for every single person, but when we're looking at, let's say the hyaluronic acid fillers, the Biggies, the the Juvederms, are those safe? And are there certain fillers, like once we get into Sculptra and all that, are those kind of getting a little bit like, eh, maybe you want to stay away from those?
1: Well, do we want to go statistically speaking or yeah. broad messages? So statistically mm. yeah. speaking, lasers actually make up for the most amount of litigations in aesthetics. Lasers, not fillers. Lasers. 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 And okay. I'm, I'm going to say why. Because okay. a lot of unregulated healthcare practitioners are buying these lasers in their them shop. Yeah, that's
0: true.
1: And they don't have proper training. I actually had someone ring me up in just my local city And you know they said, hey Rachel. Well, they didn't call me because I never give out my phone number. Email only. By the way, adrenal fatigue. Hello, stop giving (laughs) out your number. (laughs) Stop giving out your number. (laughs) Professionally speaking, go email, which why I warmly invite you to email me, info at rachelvargo.ca. I'd love to hear from you. My cell phone, I check it when I wanted to check it. It's always on airplane mode. It's actually also always in a Faraday cage. I don't like non-ionizing radiation because of the effects on the skin and issues with blood flow and red blood cells and oxygenation and detoxification and nutrients. I've done a whole deep dive. Stay tuned for my paper on that stuff on the skin because it is profound. So yes, lasers actually, she, she emailed me. And she said, "Rachel, I want to talk to you. Let's book a clinic consulting call because I work with doctors and nurses all over the place to to help them learn what I do." And she's like, "Have you ever heard of this this laser?" I'm like, Mm-mm. "I'm like, how much do you spend on it?" She's like, "80 grand." I'm like, "Oh dear." <laughs> oh, she's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I've been trying it out on a couple friends and family." Just asking for it, right? So, you know, the whole getting coupons for things, uh, you really are, I mean, guilty as charged also. Yeah. Done that in the past, got lucky. But uh, yeah, lasers actually carries the highest litigation. Now, when it comes to other types of revolumizers, if you will, I'm not gonna obviously get into brand names, but there's certain biostimulatories that actually promote collagen and elastin. Statistically speaking, to the information that I've seen is that they actually carry a bit less of a chance than, you know, hyaluronic acids, but they're also still not just hyaluronic acids. There's other things in there. There's BDDE molecules or sugar molecules, Um, different fillers actually under the microscope and under histology and slides have different tissue integration. So I actually prefer personally a European product, which you can't get in the USA where you are, which is so frustrating. You can only get the perioral one. You can't get the other one for whatever reason. But I would say in my experience, I see the most problems with that. And it can be related to all sorts of different things. And you can have issues a number of years down the line and... Um, That's the thing with aesthetics is I've always had this like seven to eight year rule. If something hasn't been used on the general, I'll kind of be a little bit more cautious about it and like kind of wait for the third party independent lab testing research, have a go through the gamut before, you know, who knows, right? So that's the thing with aesthetics is it's a very like cowboy mentality, if you will. Yeah, you have to be really careful. Always go for those people that like, take a step back and like are actually asking you how you are and how's your lifestyle what are you doing for your skincare not just okay show up next month we'll do this right it's very different approach so I'll kind of go a little bit more in expanded detail and like a proper proper you know one-on-one kind of thing right but yeah there's a lot to know
0: (laughs) Yeah, in the one-on-one, you can really get into the different brands and the different types and and what's, you know, good for that individual person. Totally. Yeah. So you're doing one-on-one consultation. So you're running another skin camp?
1: Yeah, you had, um, I was so happy to have you join Spring Skin Camp. So I do um, things in a particular way. I offer one-on-one sessions where you can book a call with me. And Amy has a promo code to share also. And uh, that's at Rachel Varga Dossier, where we'll go through your specific skin goals your needs, what's what you're wanting to achieve, what's really important to you and I'll listen to that. And I'll also listen to like what you're doing so far and you know, where are you on the biohacking spectrum? This is like a new phrase I've come up with. I love like working with newbies and also advanced biohackers. And then the skin camp is the expansion on all of that. So your one-on-one is like what is customized And then the skin camp is where the tutorials are. So like cleansing tutorial, makeup tutorial, hair care. This is heatless hair care, by the way. I wake up with hair like this without having to use curling iron. (laughs) Uh, Dermal rolling demos and all that stuff. So it's more of like a smaller community of like-minded high vibe individuals. It's like nine hours of content. And I do them each season. So yes, right now at this recording, I have a specific seasonal skin camp happening. I have them running each season. So just go to Rachel Varga and see which one is running right now, but they're live, but you can also yeah. join in anytime, catch the replays at your convenience, and then keep rewatching them after. So they're great resources.
0: And that's, what's amazing about it is I'll go back and let's say I'm doing my dermal rolling for the second time. I'll just follow you and follow the tutorial that you did in the, in the skin camp. So I'm always going back and and rewatching and 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 relearning and but I love that it's live too because when I can make it live I'm right there with you. I, you can a- ask questions. So I absolutely love it. You you're just you're such a blessing.
1: You're such a And then blessing when you have a question, you know who to ring up? I'm like your secret best friend in your back pocket. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So I I really (laughs) encourage you guys to do this. And in your minds, if you're thinking like, well, this is going to be like 10 grand to work with her. It's not, it's incredibly affordable. I yelled at Rachel about increasing her prices because she's too affordable, but no, she's very, I I highly recommend that you guys get with her, do the one-on-one and do the skin camps because it's just, it's invaluable. This is going to be targeted personalized plans for you, not just here by this product, by that product. So I love you, Rachel. You're so, you're so, oh, I just, I love having you on. You're such a blessing. This is amazing.
1: Great to have you and everybody tuning in. You should totally check out Amy and I, our conversation on thyroid and the skin in particular on the Rachel Barga podcast. Cause that is a gem. You should definitely link that up in this episode too.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely we'll put that in the show notes too, so they can link back to it, but we're going to put, I, I posted your code, if they use the promo code Amy Horniman, you get 15% off your one-on-one with Rachel. We posted the the link to, but you can go to rachelvarga.ca and get that. And then it's backslash get-started. And we'll put all this in the show notes. All right, my dear. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Love you to death. And we will definitely bring you back on. Thank you. All right. Take care.